money is neutral. The actual dollar bill is neutral. That debit card is neutral. The bank account is neutral. It's our emotional response and reactivity to the dollar bill that dictates how and when we get access to the energy. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, a podcast dedicated to helping you use your energy to attract the energy of money into your life and business. I'm Danielle, a retired registered nurse turned human design expert and mentor. I take time in this podcast to discuss, contemplate, and decode some of the mysteries around our unique energy and around the energy of money. Subscribe to never miss an opportunity to awaken to your true potential and expand your wealth consciousness in life and in business. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about money trauma and the five ways that I see we are most traumatized by money in our lives. Now, with any kind of trauma, this happens when we are young. This happens when we are little kids. There is a little child in there that just had this overwhelming emotional reaction to something around money. And perhaps it was a continual emotional overwhelming reaction and never really got clarity around it as a child and healed it. So as adults, we're now finding ourselves in looping behaviors and patterning that actually repel our money from us. And we think, well, how are we going to solve this? And even worse, maybe I'm not using the law of attraction right because I'm not attracting the money and everything I learn about law of attraction says I need to think the thoughts and I've been thinking the thoughts for going on seven years now and darn it, that universe just sure isn't listening to me. What am I doing wrong? I hear that all the time. What am I doing wrong? And the thing is, is you're not doing anything wrong. You just haven't learned how to use your energy specifically with the energy of money. You've been operating according to how you witnessed other people working and interacting and responding to money or lack of money in their lives. So our nervous systems have been traumatized by the way we use the energy of money in our society. And while there are many reasons we are traumatized by this energy, I have chosen five that I will talk about here in this podcast. Now, you could have one of them. You could have all five of them. That doesn't mean that you're doomed forever. What it means is you now are going to be able to become aware of, oh, that's what happened. And then work on going into the healing aspect of, okay, let's work on healing that trauma and moving through that trauma so that as the adult conscious creator in my life, I can change my current reality with money now. So as adults, living in a financially insecure place can be the reason we don't allow ourselves to heal. You know, part of the human design journey is learning to decondition our subconscious programming and our conscious programming, so limiting beliefs, so we can create the reality we want to live. It is really our duty to find out where our trauma lies. 
and begin our healing journey with it so that we can begin using our healed energy to start calling in massive amounts of money regularly. And when we do that, we can further expand our particular impact in the world. I have a program that I am going to launch in September. It's called the Quantum Money Energy Experiment. And I'm so excited for this because I saw a deep need in my community to really understand the energy of money and how to really become masters at calling in more money. This program will allow you to have a really deep healing experience around money, regardless of where you are right now, because we all start right where we are and we can choose in each moment to begin again. So the wait list for that program will be open about five days before the launch date. We're launching in the middle of September, the last couple weeks of September. So if you want to get on the wait list, go to the link in the show notes, put yourself on the wait list. You will be the first to be notified of the early bird pricing and of all the details of the program. This is truly going to be a money healing journey that will propel you, quantum heal you so that you can feel confident in your journey to manifesting more money into your life. Because you know how I feel about it, guys. We have to start calling in more money. Women need more money behind their message. And I want to help you do that. Okay, so here are the five reasons you are traumatized by money. Now remember, this happens at a very subconscious level. And then we choose to keep playing this stuff out with our continued decisions that support our story around the trauma, right? So the first one is your parents didn't feel safe around it. So they modeled their insecurities around money very openly in your family, right? They were always basing their decisions, um, which could have been, you know, major life events like where you moved or where you took vacations or, you know, didn't take vacations, like my family, we never took vacations, to like decisions of where you bought your clothes and the kind of clothes that you were able to buy. Or maybe it was from a very young age, the kind of toys you wanted. Your little, your little girl self was like, I want that toy over there. And your dad or mom said, no, we can't afford that. We don't have the money for that. So there wasn't really any thought given to the experience around what money could buy or like the experience around, oh, we want to choose this home to live in because of the experience it provides our family and the life circumstance it provides our family or the vacation wasn't chosen based on the experience it would provide. It was all chosen around what they could afford, right? So your parents were making very reactive decisions based on what they saw as something they could afford or could not afford. The second reason you may be experiencing trauma around money is you saw from your perspective as a child that in order to make money or be successful, you know, financially successful or successful in life, 
right, in order to maintain some safety, some equilibrium in the world, that you saw that you had to get a good job, you know, work for somebody else, make sure you had a 401k, health insurance, the whole nine. And even when you did that, so like say your 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 family was the working class and they had really maybe your dad had a great job and overnight your lifestyle changed because they were either laid off or fired from that job from that seemingly secure job so that external source of support was damaged for you because you couldn't count on it and seeing somebody like who you love so deeply, your dad or, you know, whoever, maybe it was a friend's family that this happened to, that shook your security in relying on that external source of revenue, right? So you may have witnessed that after your, you know, dad lost his job, after seemingly doing everything right, maybe overnight he loses his job and then you see that he loses friends or as a family, you stop hanging out with the same people. Colleagues are lost. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's a whole different new lifestyle from this. Maybe you have to move and you move from this beautiful home, this big home. And then all of a sudden you have to move into a, you know, apartment in another part of town and you have to change schools. And all of that carries a lot of shame for you because it did for your family. And as you're watching your family react to this circumstance, there becomes this big heaviness of this is unfair. And this is, you know, because this happened, there's shame and guilt around it. You know, this can also happen when you're experiencing a divorce. I know for me and my life, uh, my family, it seemed as if everything, you know, because we all only know what we know. So as a child, everything's just moving along perfectly. Um, at seven years old, I didn't know, I didn't even care what kind of vacations are we taking and are they, are they really, you know, should we be taking these vacations? Can they afford them? I didn't care. I was, my life was just working out perfectly. And then suddenly overnight there was a divorce and my dad moved out and it seemed like when he moved out, he took all his money with him. And suddenly we were homeless. My dad and mom decided to sell the home. Suddenly we were all of a sudden staying in different friends' homes. And then we moved in with my grandmother and we were in my grandmother's mobile home for about three months before the new school year started. And now as a child, it didn't feel like I was homeless, but as I've done the work around myself as an adult, I look back and realize we were homeless. So my subconscious was playing out this fear around men have all the money and if they leave, they take all of it with them and we have nothing. So that's a pretty scary place to be um, as a woman in the world. Like it just felt very, very helpless as I go back and do hypnotherapy around it and really try to rewire that part of my life. That is a very deeply wired neural pathway that I have to work on continually to remind myself that I am capable of calling in money whenever I want just because I am here and I need it. I don't need to be depending on a man to have it for me 
I am capable and worthy all on my own. But we are very deeply impacted on how our families respond and react to their financial situations. Okay, a third reason you may be experiencing trauma around money is if you're coming from a family who has a past of immigrating from other parts of the world, like your grandparents came over from a different country or even your parents came over from a different country in the hopes of achieving a better, more financially secure life for their future generations. And this trauma really carries the burden of literal worry around survival. Like you were literally worried about being killed or starving during the efforts that it took to migrate from a different part of the world, right? And this feeling that happens when we are in fight or flight and in survival mode lasts through generations because most of the generations before the generations like us who are waking up to this are carrying the trauma at a cellular level and they don't heal it so it continues to be something that shows up in future generations. And this really, it can show up for hundreds of years if it's not dealt with and transmuted. You know, and this this shows up as survival of, well, because I'm a different color or I am, you know, a part of a different religion, I'm discriminated against and told I'm not deserving or worth the same kind of wealth or money that other people are deserving or worth. And this happens consciously or unconsciously. And again, it stays in our nervous system for generations. Um, so if you're not sure, did my family migrate from a different country? If, you, if you're not in that part of your generational um, lineage where you were told the story of it, it might benefit you to do some looking into where did your family come from, from generations, generations, and generations before you to see what might still be dictating or running the show for you now. Okay, a fourth trauma around money that you may or may not be experiencing could be uh, around any kind of experiencing of a socioeconomic crash. So either something from your generation or from the generation before you, like the Great Depression was from my grandparents' generation. Um, and that, that great stock market crash happened for them, and that influenced a lot of the way they raised their children and handled their money moving forward. Um, to the generation I'm in, when we saw what happened with the housing market, that was my first real introduction to, wow, this is unsafe. You know, investments aren't necessarily the safest thing. <laughs> I can remember that whole thing like it was yesterday. Like, wow, I had thought that buying a home was the safest thing I could do for myself, my money, and my family. And overnight, we were literally losing our home. And my whole family experienced this overnight bankruptcy and decline in lifestyle because we were subjected to this housing market crash. So any kind of socioeconomic crash that you experience in your 
lifetime or in the lifetimes of your parents or grandparents will stay in your cells, in your nervous system, and play their stuff out until you look at it and transmute it. Number five, a trauma that you could be feeling from money is if you actually grew up poor. You literally had to go a majority of your childhood without having your physical and material needs provided for. So you maybe didn't have enough food to eat, or there was a concern around how much everyone's eating and if there was going to be enough money to feed you the next meal, or you weren't able to get new clothes when you needed them or new shoes. Um, You had to scrounge for basic necessities, or you were made to feel as if they were scarce and not guaranteed that you would get them when you needed them. So this is kind of a sneaky one because as an adult, I can look back on my family and say, oh yeah, we had everything we needed. But as a child, I did not feel that way. My mom would constantly have garage sales and we would shop at discount shopping centers like Ross and TJ Maxx. And as an adult, like, I love TJ Maxx. It's one of my favorite pastimes. My daughter and I love to go to TJ Maxx. But when I really sat down and took a look at why was I shopping at these stores? Because, of course, I was carrying on the tradition. Like, I would take all my three kids and we would head over to Ross for back-to-school shopping. And when I looked at my energy behind the reason I was doing that, it was because I didn't believe that we had enough money to shop at the mall. You know, so I had to make a conscious decision like, no, I'm not available for that any longer. I'm no longer available for discount clothing. We are shopping where I want to shop because I want clothes that feel comfortable. I'm not shopping based on how much something is anymore. I'm shopping based on what is it that I want. Okay. And Again, this is all stuff that comes up after you're willing to look at it, like really look at it and say, what is it that really happened to me as a child? Like I just gave the example of, you know, we were homeless. I didn't realize that we were literally homeless until about a year ago. And I, you know, I brought it up to my sister. I said, do you remember we were homeless that year mom and dad separated? And she said, no. And I said, yeah, we were we were living in, you know, so-and-so's house. And then we stayed with grandma for three months in the mobile home. And then mom, you know, mom had to drive to work every day and remember her crying every night and so worried. And then she was like, oh my gosh, yes, we were. So see, all that stuff is just, we're children and we're going with the flow. And then we're not realizing how it's affecting us as adults, trying to make big differences in our lives, right? And through our offers in our business, because we are our biggest teachers. We are learning everything that we are going to teach others to get through. So think of some of these, maybe one of these, or maybe more of one of these things that I've talked about has shown up in your life. Do some journaling around it. Just start to get curious, be very kind with yourself as you do this. So your subconscious feels safe in releasing the memory for you because Some of these memories are kept very deep, like they won't be something you remember quickly because your subconscious is keeping you safe from the memory because it it may have been a very emotionally overwhelming experience at the time when you experienced it. As children, we create patterns and habits based on who we watch. 
And those people did the same. They chose patterns and habits based on who they watched. We learn to see these behaviors we witness our parents and extended families take part in, and we subconsciously choose to embody them for ourselves. We begin to mimic the behavior we see and create this life that we have now based on supporting that behavior. Because we deep down believe that that behavior will keep us from being further traumatized by money. We think we are keeping ourselves safe from the lack and scarcity by perpetuating the beliefs and actions that uphold what we witnessed as children, even when we know better as conscious adults. Even when I knew I would not be homeless, my biggest fear was that I would be homeless. So when I started my business, the biggest fear that I could come up with was, what if I'm homeless? And I really didn't know where that came from until I did some digging. I had experienced such financial insecurity in my life that I really felt that was a possibility. I mean, it really had been my reality at one point. But as an adult, was it really a possibility? No. I mean, really, as an adult, I had always lived in nice homes. Even back when my husband and I were first pregnant, we were We weren't married yet at the time, but I was pregnant at 21. I had not started nursing school. I had no income. And somehow, even the parents who always complained that they never had any money were able to ensure at that time in our lives, we were given everything we needed. So even when my mom passed away a few years later and left my sister and I some money, I was actually really shocked to know how much she actually had when it was all said and done. You know, here I was thinking she was so poor and she could hardly afford groceries. And after she passed away and all the money came into my sister and I, we realized she was wealthier than anyone in my family had ever been. And it blew me away. There was no reason We needed to be shopping at Ross. There was no reason we needed to be homeless for three months when my dad um, left. Like there was no reason. So in this quantum money energy program that I'm launching in September, I will teach you how to heal your money trauma layer by layer. So your nervous system starts to relax around money and begins to see it as a safe, reliable energy you can use to create with because money is neutral. The actual dollar bill is neutral. That debit card is neutral. The bank account is neutral. It's our emotional response and reactivity to the dollar bill that dictates how and when we get access to the energy. I will also teach you the ins and outs of universal law and how to do what you need to do in order to become rich. Because the best way to have a regulated nervous system around money is to train your nervous system that it can command money in whenever you need it or desire it. So again, the wait list is open now. There is a link in the show notes. 
So I encourage you to get on that. This is going to be a very low cost way of working with me and really getting clear on universal law. Law of attraction is included in that and how to really release any trauma you're carrying around money for good. And as always, if you are ready, really ready to put your business at the forefront of your life and learn your particular wealth codes, then I encourage you to apply for Wealthy and Aligned. Now, I must warn you, this program is not for everyone. This program is only for those of you who are truly ready to embody your business and become the person it takes to attract massive money. Because when you start working with energy, energy is powerful. So as it's powerful, you're going to start seeing things and feeling things happen in your life that command you and really ask you to step forward in a big way. So if this is like, oh, that sounds like fun, I might try it out, this program isn't for you. This program is a 30-day fast track. It's an intensive. It requires your attention and intention in deep ways. And it's also extremely possible. So I make it very easy for you to learn your wealth codes, uh, for you to have access to me during the entire time. We work very closely together to make sure that you learn how your business and your energy attracts money through paying clients so that you know how to do this on rinse and repeat every single month. You're not riding that income roller coaster any longer. And you're really, you're able to go, okay, this is a business that works for me. Finally, this business works for me. Okay, guys, until next week, make it a time in your life right now that you are attracting your wealth through your authentic alignment. See you next week. Thank you for listening. And if you know someone who could benefit from using human design and universal law in their life, it would mean the world to me if you would take just a few seconds and share this podcast with them. It allows me to reach even more people with the message that abundance is our birthright. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to help get money in the hands of soul-aligned entrepreneurs. When soul-aligned entrepreneurs make money, we change the world in massive ways.